0: hello everybody and welcome to the podcast world order i'm your host matt and uh tonight i have to my side yeah ben from colorado and tonight our special guest we have the
1: ace of space lsg what's up guys uh, i will say though matt i think uh a f- couple of our uh fellow podcast world order people might be a little sad if you don't say the the attractive guy on the edge of the couch which was uh given to me by carrie silken <laughs> oh
0: lord <laughs> i can't i can't some days <laughs> first and foremost man how are you doing i mean we're we're living in a crazy time here yeah i mean the world
2: is insane right now but luckily you know where i live it's not too bad and and. uh keeping it together
0: and staying productive and safe. Fantastic. That's what i like yeah. to hear. Yeah. Um, hopefully we can give everyone watching a little distraction uh, tonight from what's going on, but don't forget what are the important things going on. So keep those in mind, but hopefully we can give you guys a little reprieve. Um, so let's talk some pro wrestling. This yes. has been like <laughs> sanctuary. Yeah. Um, so you've been in the business now for nine years. Yes, sir. That is insane. It flies, man. <laughs> um, so I got asked because I, I know you were a longtime Ring of Honor fan. Um, but what was like the major feud, or like what wrestler got you first hooked into professional wrestling? Well, actually, my first
2: WrestleMania was Rock Austin. WrestleMania Seventeen. Mm. I was, like that's what hooked me. I was a little, I was a little late to the party. My friends were already into wrestling, and then I got in, and by the time I got in, they were over it. So I was the one kid that <laughs> still liked it and then continued to like it. But that's what, that's what caught my attention on TV, of course. And then I actually started going to Ring of Honor shows and a lot of like the stuff from like late 2005, 2006, that's what really hooked me.
0: Awesome. Was there a favorite wrestler?
2: Oh, I was a huge Nigel McGuinness fan. Nice.
0: Like,
2: yeah, my, my go-to guys were like Samoa Joe, but he was kind of like out of the picture at ROH, but uh, it was definitely Nigel. And I, I was there to see him win the championship and everything, so it was like Oh, wow. Pretty special so yeah that's a favorite guy win the championship <laughs> in your hometown so because the arena was like 10 minutes from my house
0: so, on paper it, so it, it was awesome doesn't get better than that that's awesome oh yeah um so uh who are some of the wrestlers that you model your in-ring style on i mean i, I generally you're considered an all-rounder but the ace of space i mean that gives a little lean into there what who who are kind of the go-to guys
2: i mean i i gotta fall back on like the, the TNA original guys like Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles, someone Joe. Like I kind of always wanted to be an amalgamation, a, a mixture of all three of those guys. But I think like as I've evolved as a wrestler in the last nine years, I am kind of a hybrid. I, I see myself a little bit like almost like the way Austin Aries wrestles where he can fly, he's quick, he's got great striking ability, he can um, submit people to. So I, I kind of like I've always wanted to be an all-around wrestler. I don't, I don't like to
0: pigeonhole myself. I got you. Nice. Um, So I I feel like I might already know the answer to this, but so your favorite match as a fan of Ring of Honor, is it the Nigel McGuinness title win?
2: That's up there. That was, it was just really unexpected. I didn't see that coming, but actually my, probably my favorite one from Ring of Honor was Nigel against Tyler Black. That was like the night that Tyler Black was Mm. me. Yeah. Because I think like Tyler Black won a, a qualifying match to open the show I think something like that and then he faced him in the main event I remember like I was I must have been like 18 or 19 I don't remember but I was with all my friends and I just lost my voice screaming at how good this was and I was like "Like, damn I want i want to do that someday
0: <laughs> man that's awesome yeah um so <laughs> like we said you've been a a long long time ring of honor fan what oh, was yeah. it like when you got your first match with them in, in 2015? Dude, actually, was it 2015? I've heard 2015. Okay, it was 2015.
2: 2014, so I was... Yeah, it was January 2015. I was on the road with the Ring of Honor, the, the Ring crew, because I was training at the Ring of Honor Dojo at the time. And I'm there with, with Shaheem Ali, and we're just just doing what you're supposed to do, paying your dues and stuff. And it's like lunchtime. We're we're in Nashville, actually, at the fairgrounds. Okay. And it's lunchtime. We're like, all right, well, let's go get some Chipotle. And we just stuff our face. I get like triple meat. I got like chicken, steak. I got everything. It was <laughs> so we're stuffed. We're like gonna pass out. And then uh Kevin Kelly pulls me aside and he's like, Hey, hey Gio, do you have your gear with you? I'm like, Yeah, he's like I was like, why? He's like, Oh, you're on TV tonight. I'm like, Are you kidding me, dude? So <laughs> I went straight to the bathroom, like puked everything I ate. <laughs> I threw on like three layers of sweats and I was just like jump roping for like two hours trying to sweat. And <laughs> that's how it all, get, I mean, it was just a matter of just being there and getting the chance to get in, in the ring. It was a six man tag with Jimmy Jacobs and Hangman Page and, no, and another guy. It was just unreal. And Jimmy, Jimmy Jacobs is a guy like I grew up watching, like having his classic matches with like BJ Whitmer and stuff and all the um, the stuff with Lacey. So getting my first match with him and taking, you know, taking the spear from Jimmy Jenkins was like, it was just special, especially in that building because I was like a big TNA fan too. So it just uh, it was just perfect all the way around. But
0: was, I, I got to ask, because um, I know Ben has a question here, but I got to interrupt. Uh, were you an amateur wrestler in high school I, and such? I wasn't like, you know, growing
2: up, I never really saw the correlation. Like I was like, oh yeah, hmm. you know, Krangle was a wrestler, but who else? Not really a lot of guys. And, I just didn't put two and two together. I was a baseball player. And
0: a soccer Okay, Baseball, I played baseball for over 20 years. Ooh, all right. I, just, I had to ask because sweatsuit yeah. and everything else. I was like, oh, I remember those days.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had a lot of friends, so I, I kind of took note. It was like, oh, we want to make weight? I had a lot of classmates who would just wear sweatsuits. They, they wear like black garbage bags and just eat ice all day and just like try to cut. Oh. So I knew what they did. I was like, oh, emergency situation. That's what I have to do. <laughs> oh man
0: all right then
1: go ahead (laughs) so uh before you were in ring of honor you were with monster factory correct correct uh so how'd you get started with monster factory so i
2: had already i had already been wrestling like two years at that point but i didn't have a home i was you know jumping from school to school because there was nowhere that was really consistent or i never i didn't feel like any of them were good enough to kind of like plant myself and then I took a recommendation from a guy I met at a show and he suggested that I check out the Monster Factory. And this is like probably 2014. And I decided it was like a really professional place. It, you know, they had their stuff together. They had really cool trainers there and it was a great facility. So I decided to just become a full-time student there. And that's, that's how we got started.
1: Nice. Uh, so how was it like transitioning from Monster Factory uh to uh ring of honor
2: well luckily at the monster we're just taught so we're we're taught so well and a lot of the, the basics and the fundamentals that's something we carry over and we're learning from guys like blue meanie who's been on tv for years so it i mean it was a transition in terms of like the level of stress and the expectation is there in terms of like what you can do in the ring but knowing how to carry yourself knowing how to play to the cameras, all that stuff is what we trained to do at Monster Factory. So I felt very prepared okay. going, into, like, going into my first matches. Nice. Yeah.
0: Okay. And uh, so I know you're also trained by Corvo Fear?
2: Yes, Corvo Fear. He's a local New Jersey guy. I don't know if you
0: guys have ever seen him wrestle. I've not. Actually, I didn't until I started uh, doing some research for the interview. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, yes, he's a guy that wrestled locally,
2: like actually the town I live in now, for Jersey All Pro back in the day. So I remember watching him when I was in high school I and mean, he was a part of a tag team. And I met him through some friends and he started training dudes, he had his own ring and he kind of broke me in for the first six months before I like got some practice matches and then started joining other schools to train.
0: Awesome, so uh, something we always try and ask is, I mean, you have, you have a, a wide collection of people you've had a chance to train under just between uh, Fear, Monster Factory and the Dojo. Um, What's one of like some of the bigger lessons that you've gotten to take away from everyone you've trained under? Well, I think um,
2: when it comes to Danny Cage and the Monster Factory, the way he teaches is, you know, he's teaching for a career. You know, if if you want to be a hobbyist and you want to just come and have fun, you know, he's going to allow people to do that there. But he's training us for a career. So everything from how to carry yourself outside of the ring, inside the ring, how to handle yourself as a business, how to, you know, how to talk to veterans, how to, you know, ask questions, all those things I think go into becoming a professional. You know, a lot of the guys think you just go to wrestling school and think you learn moves. But um, that's probably the most valuable thing because you have to treat yourself like a business and you treat it like it is going to be a career. Just like if you're going to college, you're treating your education like preparation for a career. So from Danny, that's definitely the the go-to. And then like right now I'm training at WrestlePro. And the head trainer is Pat Buck who, you know, was recently an agent for WWE. So it's so cool just getting his insight on how the business works from that level because it's way different than, um, it's even different from Ring of Honor. They've got a whole different um, way of putting matches together and um, producing for TV. So there's, you know, I'm nine years in, I'm still learning.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. so we know recently you started focusing more on your singles career. Yes. Um, but as someone who has experience both in singles and tag team matches, is there, was there a preference or um, is,
2: hmm. right. yeah, yeah, is there a is well, preference? I think, um, Well, I came up as a singles wrestler. So I, I do feel more comfortable as a singles wrestler. And tagging was a little bit of a challenge at first, especially because I didn't have much experience at all. And I had to basically learn on the fly at Ring of Honor with, like, at the time, like, the best tag team division in wrestling. It was crazy. It was, like, the Briscoes, Young Bucks, um, the Decade guys. Um, I, there was so many. Even when they would bring the New Japan teams, it's like, it's like, damn, I have to learn how to do tag wrestling here with these guys. Like, but you know what? The, if you want to get any better, you've got to learn with these guys. So, um, I mean, I loved Tagging with Shaheem, it was such a good time. Without him and without tag wrestling, I would have never got to wrestle guys like the Young Bucks. I would have never wrestled guys like Daniels and Kazarian. You know, I got those opportunities because of tag wrestling. So yeah. I love singles wrestling. I get to, I feel like I get to show more of my personality and what I can do by myself. But the tag wrestling has just given me so, so many opportunities. You know, even I got to go to Mexico because of tag wrestling. I got to go to Germany because of tag wrestling. So I'm super grateful for it. And if, you know, maybe down the line, we do it again, you know, I never say never.
1: Yeah, that list of uh, teams you've competed against in the tag division is broad of, it's a who's who of wrestling. Uh, Do you have a favorite that you, a favorite match that you have wrestled in the tag team?
2: Favorite match. I mean, it's got to go back to our match with War Machine. It was their last match before they went to NXT. It was kind of like the make or break moment for us. It was a high pressure situation in the ECW arena in Philly. Philly's like our home. I'm not from Philadelphia, but Shaheem is. It's kind of like our home turf. So getting that match, it was a huge one against more Machine. And we, when we won, it was kind of like, uh, it was a turning point in our careers for sure. And like, we had, we had to build a rocking and rolling. So that one is one I'll never forget the rest of my life.
0: That's incredible. I know that's um like a highlighted thing uh, we see on a Ring of Honor, uh, just in your bio, they, that, that match is highlighted, the do or die situation. Yeah, we you know, we we lost like
2: every match that year going into it. And then that that was the one that put us over the hump.
0: I mean, just in the nine years that you've been in the ring, I mean, you've gotten to be, uh, you've gotten to face some of the most accomplished wrestlers of the current generation. Um, uh, who's been a, a specific like favorite person is it still war machine or is there like another individual singles match wise singles match wise
2: i think i've actually um a couple matches i had recently were really valuable to me personally guys like uh, ricky reyes and jimmy rave because these are guys i you know came up watching the like, ring of honor so getting a chance now they're, you know at a different stage of their careers and they're so smart and so knowledgeable and experienced getting a match with them not only fulfills like a dream as a you know childhood dream but it also helps me a lot as a performer and it's like these these guys paved the way for me now i'm getting to wrestle them and i'm learning so much from them so those guys for sure and then um i haven't had a lot of singles matches in, in roh but there's i'm looking forward to a lot of you know different matchups and i know i'm going to learn a lot
0: from those guys they're, they're just so good Excellent. Um, so are you still considered a free agent or any exclusive deal with Ring of Honor?
2: I am a free agent. You know, I, I, I do I do work with Ring of Honor still, but I am a free agent. So anything is possible at the moment. Um, I know there are a few places still having shows right now and still running TV. So you never know where I might pop Who knows?
1: Uh, you've done some traveling. Now, uh, do you have? And you mentioned uh, ECW arena up in Philly. Uh, do you have a favorite arena that you have wrestled in, based on atmosphere, fan reactions?
2: Yeah. So when I went over to WXW in Germany, the main building that they run in Oberhausen is uh Hall, and it's it's amazing. The, the environment there is crazy. Not only are the fans like rabid, and there's just super passionate. But the building itself is just, like, it's just made for wrestling. It's just perfect. And that's got to be my favorite so far.
1: Are there any places you would like to wrestle in?
2: Like, well, it's got to be in Japan, Currican Hall. Like, that's, like, epitome of it. That, obviously, Tokyo Dome, but, like, everyone's going to say that. But Currican Hall is, like, that's on my bucket
0: list.
1: Okay.
0: Um, Well, kind of going back to our, our free agent question. Yeah. Um, What's it like currently looking at the wrestling landscape? I mean, with the rise of AEW, Ring of Honor still being a national power, Impact coming back and being great, and, and WWE always the, the giant. giant. Um, right now, and I'm gonna say what? What's it like as
2: a free agent? Like, you there's so many options. Oh, it's it's way different than when I first came into the business. Like, when I first came in, you're looking at probably WWE is the only place you can make a living. But now it's just it's just way different, and it's uh, I guess the playing field is a lot more level, a lot more options, and that's why I say you got to make connections. You never know where you might end up. So, I mean, I love Ring of Honor, and I still consider that my home, even though I'm a free agent. But you never know. I mean, whatever place is going to give me the opportunity to grow and continue, you know, making money. Of (laughs) course, that's where I want to go.
0: Of course, yeah. Um, I'm about to say so as a. Is that like a general feeling across, uh, I mean, everyone in the wrestling world right now, is everyone kind of rejuvenated by all these companies? Oh, totally, totally. It's just, uh,
2: it's a great feeling to have all these options. And I mean, for example, like, you know, I check out AEW Dark all the time because I have a lot of friends that get, that get opportunities. So just seeing that and, and just seeing how possible it is to to get a shot there makes it extremely exciting to be in wrestling right now. Because before it was just like, Man, the chance that you might get like a pre-show tryout match at Raw or SmackDown, like that might not lead to anything. You never know. Now okay. there's just so many opportunities to do to do more and get your name out there on a national level.
0: It's I know as wrestling fans, like it's so like huh, everything, everything we could ever ask for. So I can only imagine, really. Right. Um, Man, and what do you, so what are you guys watching? Because, like, I, I had a question for you.
2: There's so much wrestling nowadays. Like, how do you even manage that? Because I, I mean, I still love to watch wrestling, but I can't
0: manage it. There's just so much, it's overwhelming. Um, so <laughs> I'm a teacher, so I am eight to four most days. Okay. Um, okay. but <laughs> Mondays are taken up, Wednesdays are taken up, um, Thursdays we're here doing the show. Um, mondays we're also doing our show now we've started doing two so we missed like the first 30 minutes of raw um fridays catch up on smackdown and kind of use the weekend for what we can for uh catching up with major league wrestling ring of honor um nwa when we can so i personally like tuesday is the day like i take off nice Uh,
1: so i don't have a regular job i'm (laughs) most often working (laughs) anywhere from 2 to 12 at night for eight hours uh so i'm doing a lot of uh like wrestle or uh what culture uh reviews recaps anything online that is you know i don't want to say abbreviated but in a shortened compact form where i can still get the gist of what's going on and then i'm always looking up you know clips of what's happening
2: yeah so i mean you're probably watching a ton
1: of stuff we try we try and keep up with everything
0: um like we wouldn't be doing
1: our job if we didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, same same
2: for us as wrestlers. You got to keep up with what's going on. You can't. You have to be educated on the product, especially if you want to work there. You know, we've got, we've got guys who try out for Ring of Honor and they don't even know the product and they they, they show up and they have. They're stealing guys' moves and they're stealing <laughs> people's catchphrases and it's like, hey, don't you watch this? Like you should be educated. So yeah. we do the, we do the same thing as wrestlers, you know, and it makes us better too to watch other guys.
1: We have a guy here who a lot of us are actually a couple of us are teachers who do the podcast uh we have another teacher with us who's mm-hmm. his gimmick is do your homework <laughs> he's, he's
0: the dean of old school as he as he so loves to say um and so he will he'll give out like great wrestling matches in the past that people need to go back and watch um so also trying to catch up on everything that people have missed <laughs> it's a full life <laughs> oh yeah man um but I, I Personally, I don't think there's ever been a better time to be a wrestling fan. Oh, uh, um, you guys are well, I, I'm just sp- no, to- we're spoiled. We are spoiled. <laughs> we um, it's become a tradition. Currently, uh, we've been doing Wrestle Kingdom shows, so we'll we'll wake up on time to do them here, um, and usually try and recruit someone to make breakfast, and then we're gonna pass out at like one in the
2: afternoon. <laughs> Those two days are great. Like Wrestle Kingdom, well now it's two days, but. And then you have New Year's Dash. It's like, it's just, it's just awesome. It's,
0: it and and, and yeah. rumbles
2: right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll tell you like the the ROH guys, we like to, you know, keep up with it. Cause you know, we do have a partnership with them and stuff. So yeah. we're up all night watching too. Like I'm, I'm really <laughs> good at cheeseburger and you know, he's been over there before. So we're like, we're up watching it and just like loving it.
0: You know? It's oh like, yeah. That's Especially awesome. I think, uh, how many guys on excursion has come, have gone to Ring of Honor. I mean, I know you guys have faced, uh, before they were a Pongi 3K show and Yo.
2: Yeah, those are like two of my favorite guys in wrestling, like outside of the ring, because we've spent a lot of time together, because they actually lived in New Jersey. Uh, really? They yeah, they lived in New Jersey when they, when they were here. And um, just in the ring too, like those guys are just phenomenal. And um, they're just, just great guys all around. And I I love seeing them. Uh, I loved seeing their their new you know, their new, um, their look, their transition. It's like, I'm just proud of them because they were just like young boys, like just like all of us too. And to see where they've gone is amazing. You now they're, you know, former champs. Uh,
1: so we have some comment questions. Uh, <laughs> so where did you get your name? Ace of Space, the Human Rocket, where did those kind of come from?
2: Okay, so the Human Rocket thing. Uh, so Ian Riccaboni used to be the commentator at Monster Factory. And he was the one that first started, you know, he started saying it. I think one time I just made a graphic, like, just to put something on social media. And I was like, well, I like Nova. And he used to be called the Human Rocket. Like, that was, like, a, one of his monikers back in, like, I don't know, 70s or 80s. I don't know if they still use it anymore. But um, when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, the way I'm an explosive and I do some high flying and stuff, I was like, I think that's kind of cool, the Human Rocket. And then he just, he kind of just kept saying it over and over again and kind of stuck. And I guess over time I was like, well, let me try something a little different because it does sound it, it can come off a little hokey. Like I, I almost think of like Spider-Man one when he's getting announced in the room. <laughs> and he's like a human spider. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I was like, and I don't know what one day I'm like listening to uh, Ace of Base and I'm like, Ace of space. I'm like, oh shit. And then I just like, <laughs> And then I, I immediately was like, I'm taking this, I put it everywhere all over my social media. And I'm just, I'm claiming this. No one can take it from me now. Like, that's it.
1: I'm taking it. So, that's fantastic. We're laughing because minutes before, Matt goes, I'm going to ask him if Ace of Space is a ripoff of Ace of Base.
0: Yeah, man.
2: Yeah, totally. Fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, like, the whole Ace thing, I thought it was cool because, like, I consider that, I consider myself as, like, the ace of, like, Monster Factory. Like, I think I'm, like, I, think I'm the best wrestler there and I feel like overall I've, I've been the best since I've started there so it's like I'm the go-to guy for the best match there and then I love Tanahashi, and he's got that nickname so I was like I'm gonna use it
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome um mm-hmm. non-wrestling related questions we're throwing you oh, off here man. a little bit so we hear that you like comics <laughs> I do I do uh their favorite comic any series specifically
2: um well I mean, I, if I if I had to do an all time, it's got to be Watchmen. Like, uh, it's just mm-hmm. for me. That's that's uh, that was like eye opening book for me. And I I mean, I read it probably much later than most people. I read it like I saw the trailer for the movie back when it came out, and I was like, I have to, because I had always heard about it. And then I read it, and it just blew my mind, and it kind of changed my perception of the way comics are written, and just the way character studies are done. It was like I love that that book um but i've always been like an inhuman's guy i i know a lot of people see like my my in-ring gear and it's like it's it's uh, modeled after black bolt and if like you look through my apartment i have inhuman stuff everywhere I've, i'm a big inhuman's fan i've got like all the original runs from like the uh the 70s i've got every issue like 10 of each it's just like i just i just love those old comics now i kind of like weird characters and i'm hoping one day they they're done right on on film and like more people can appreciate them instead of just comparing them to the x-men i mean (laughs) i love the x-men too but they're way different
1: yeah give them some respect so you mentioned comic movies do you have a favorite movie that's based off a comic
2: um i mean Watchmen's in the top i love winter soldier um what else uh i love logan Mm, fantastic movie um those are probably like my favorites just top three
0: Okay. Right yeah. Have you started the the Watchmen show on HBO?
2: Oh yeah, I binged the hell out of that. I was actually, just, it just came out on Blu-ray. I'm probably going to go buy it. Oh, there you go. I, I thought it was so good. Did you guys watch it? I've, not, I, uh, I've held
1: off. I don't have much time to watch TV.
2: <laughs> Did you hold off because you don't want to watch it? Like, my brother loves watching the original Watchmen. He's like, I'm not watching that. Like, he's the purist. He's like Alan Moore. He's like, I'm not watching it.
0: <laughs> For me... <laughs> most of like my binging i try and hold off till we get to our summer break so i'm gonna have a week off here with no kids and no work and then we we'll get back to work but that's my time i catch up on everything and it's quality i was skeptical but i love that show they did so i a really movie. liked the movie so i was like i'm, I'm sure we could i'm yeah. sure it's gonna be just as good if not better yeah hbo doesn't disappoint me other than the end of game of thrones but that's another <laughs> subject. Uh, yeah. it's uh, good. <laughs> Uh, and we have uh, one of our hosts who's in who's in the comment section right now, Dwight. He wants to know, uh, did you watch the Inhumans TV show? I refuse. I <laughs> I'm, I'm so, like,
2: heartbroken over it that I can't. I I mean, I click on my Disney Plus a few times a week, and I just stare at the thumbnail. I'm just, like, about to click. Like, like I want to watch it, but I don't. I, it's going to hurt my soul. So I can't. I've seen a couple clips on YouTube of, like, black bolt running from the store he just he like stole a suit and he's like <laughs> running around honolulu like i'm just like oh, God. i can't i can't do it man <laughs> although lockjaw looked cool i'll give them that they did a good job of lockjaw but everything else is like looks like trash
0: <laughs> um another question here from from dwight so i'll try trying to keep up with comments in the section and questions in the comment section huh it needs to be friday if you can't tell <laughs> um <I> was there <laughs> so Dwight one of so he just finished watching the documentary card subject to change about nws and he knows you wrestled there in 2011 were you around during the trent acid days
2: yeah so for nws that's like the place it was the place in new jersey to kind of like cut your teeth and just get experience in the ring. And I, you know, I had gone to a few shows in high school, whenever they came to town. And when I broke in, uh, Johnny Dapper knew that I was from Edison, New Jersey. So when they came to town, you know, I would get booked there. I've, I've obviously, you had to sell all these tickets, get on the show. <laughs> just, it's one of those deals. Um, but it was cool because like, that was the first time my family got to see me wrestle. And it was, you know, close, close to home. Because before that, I was going to Beyond and like, you know, New England and Ohio and stuff. So it was my first time wrestling in in uh, in New Jersey and I met a lot of cool dudes there. I never did a show with Trent Acid though. I, I must have just missed them or I must mm-hmm. have not have done the same ones because NWS ran all over New Jersey. But um, like that's where I met like Janela and, you know, they would always have like these big name guys come like Jake the Snake and Kevin Nash. So It was kind of cool to, just to meet those guys and listen to them in the locker room
0: oh man ah i'm fan i'm sorry um (laughs) so kind of getting swerving back here going to venues uh g1 supercard what was it like being in madison square garden dude that was
2: wild man i i think about it almost every day still (laughs) because it was just crazy it's like the epitome of what the business is—it's like getting to that that milestone is like unreal. No one can ever take that away from me. You know, we we may never go there again. Um, I never—I may never wrestle there again, but like that is something I will have forever. That that moment, um, those like brief ten minutes or twelve minutes, whatever it was, from like me coming out to like getting thrown out by Brian Malone. It's like <laughs> like <laughs> no one can take that away from me. And, and it was cool for me because I like I had gone there a lot uh, growing up. I've been there. I've been to Knicks games. I've been to like WWE house shows and stuff, and I was at Survivor Series, so like just surreal, man. Just walking out, like as soon as like the fog dispersed, and then you could see all the people there, and like knowing my my mom and dad were up there watching it was like super special for me.
0: We um uh, we've talked to both of the bouncers and Carrie Silkin um, and Caprice too, wow. all, all of them. Um, I know. Bouncers were saying, like, man, it almost took him a couple of days just to come down from the high.
2: Yeah, um, it's well, behind me, I've got this cool poster that Carrie Slope gave
0: me. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs>
2: nice. that's the G1 supercard poster. That's um, incredible. incredible. There, I'm like, I was, I look at it all the time, and I'm just like, damn,
0: mm-hmm. it was amazing. I had sign that you made it, man. I like it. Yeah, right. It feels like, it doesn't get bigger. And that card was incredible. It really uh, was.
2: It's funny when people ask me about it because it's like, you fast forward a couple weeks after that and I'm just I'm wrestling at a show with a hundred people. It just goes to show how weird wrestling is it's like there's, there's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like about that. <laughs> you feel like you made it, but like, you never really make it. Like you're always hustling. <laughs> always hustling.
1: Yeah. 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 How do you feel about uh AEW and WWE having the talent in as the in the audience as the audience? Like just in general MG Arena yeah. shows yeah
2: i mean it's weird like it it took me a while to get into it because i i still watch and um i think it's kind of cool now that they have a lot of the guys that are in the pc at least like surrounding the the ring and like AEW does a good job of integrating all the characters like they're around the ring but they're not acting as fans are also like integrating with each other as like their wrestling personas yeah so that's pretty cool and i mean i had experience with that because i came from beyond wrestling like beyond is one of the first places that gave me my break and they got big based off this idea of like wrestlers, wrestling for wrestlers. So like we were always around the ring. So I've been doing that for years. You know, the first time I did that with Ring of Honor, I mean with uh, Beyond was the end of 2010. It was like, I was having like training matches at Beyond and you had all these guys surrounding the ring. You had like Necro Butcher and Matt Cross and Chris Dickinson and all these guys. um, (laughs) So I'm totally used to it
0: oh god we just watched i think one of them i think it was 2011 but it was um kj crush fear um oh yeah (laughs) oh god uh, rick i can't remember the first part of his name let's say oh hold on um i want to say mercedes rick but i don't think that's right
2: uh, yeah it was some kind of car (laughs) (laughs) maserati yes rick maserati Maserati. Uh, (laughs) It's funny, looking back at those matches, I'm just like, oh, man, I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, was <laughs> so new. But the thing is with Beyond, it was so, like, I would say groundbreaking in a way, and guys were using it as a place to experiment and just try new things. And, I mean, I probably wasn't prepared to do a lot of the stuff I was doing, but um, it was a place to just try out new stuff and just have some fun. So a lot of it's, like, a lot of it, I look back and it's, like, ridiculous. Like, I wouldn't do that now. But I'm glad I did it. It was fun. Good time there. I, I, we came across so many guys that are like huge now in wrestling.
0: I'm like they all passed through beyond. That's awesome. Um, just a quick heads up for those listening, and of course for LSG. Uh, sounds like this thunderstorm is rolling in. So if we disappear, it, it, we lost power. So I apologize. Okay. <laughs> unfortunately, I think weather might do some damage but hopefully not Uh, i'm getting like weather
1: notifications so hopefully we're good
0: but just want to make sure everyone knows before we just
1: disappear uh i have two more questions that are coming from the comments that are getting very much uh interesting responses uh who is your favorite women's wrestler favorite women's wrestler
2: um i have a i'd say i have a few right now um I really liked Charlotte. Like, I think Charlotte's like, dude, Hall of Famer right off the bat. Like, I think she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, I, I don't get the hate. It's like, she's just so good all around, just natural. I, Literally, a natural. I think
0: it's just, she's so good
2: that. Just so good. You bow and, down to the queen. Exactly. Oh, yeah, she's fantastic. <laughs> and um, I, I really liked Yoshirai. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I love just everything about what, what she's doing right now. She's killing it. And I mean, from more personal perspective, like, I think, like, Chris Statlander, she's doing great. Like, we did a lot of shows at WrestlePro together, so to see her on TV, it's it's cool to root her on and, and see what she's doing. She's, like, she's kicking ass right now. What's,
0: what's it like <laughs> knowing an
2: alien? Oh, man, I'm from space. So I'm used to it. Like, I uh, it's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Nothing new here. Nothing new here. i, I got to make, like, a, a group or something. Like, you guys know Space Monkey? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta hit him up. I'm like, dude, let's, let's do something. King of trio is <laughs>
1: <out."> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. And then also from the comments, what's it like having a significant other who's also a professional wrestler?
2: It's, it's interesting. Um, we, we've had the opportunity to do a lot of stuff together. You know, um we've had a lot of cool like, mixed tag matches, which I never had before. So that's a little, that's, that's challenging too when you're preparing a match and getting it, you know, setting up a match with like. A guy and a girl versus another guy and a girl, but um, it's been cool. Like we got a, a chance to be the mixed tag matches for a lot of WWR shows, and um, it's it just it's cool. It's cool. It's a little nerve wracking because you know we're different experience levels. So I'm kind of looking out for her and teaching her as as we're putting the matches together. And but they've always been really fun. And like um, anytime we get a chance to to work together, and me and Gabby like always have an awesome time. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I think a lot of people are really curious after the uh, the Edge documentary had come out and you're seeing an Edge work with Beth so much. A um, lot of, I think, intrigue there. Yeah. Um, I would say, do you guys ever uh, practice anything at home or if there's ever like a, hey, do you think this would work? Sometimes. I mean, like last time she was here, I was just putting her in
2: hold, and like, <laughs> I, just, I, can't, <laughs> I can't help it. I'm like freaking out over here. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot of space to, like, actually practice moves here. But um, we do talk about stuff and, like, what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. And just trying to kind of, like, talk through ideas that I've got about wrestling. And um, Yeah, I mean, hopefully one day I can have my own ring somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm. We can practice more. <laughs> um, speaking of, of just being able to practice more and just currently training at home, I mean, what's it like currently with... The world kinda of on pause and everyone at home. What what is your training regimen like? Well, I
2: haven't taken a wrestling bump in a long time, which is my body's probably very happy about. So <laughs> but I've been spending a lot of time just working out and just trying to keep a healthy healthy lifestyle. I'm lucky lucky enough that my dad, he's got kind of like a gym set up in his garage. Mm. And we're we, you know, we're making it work. We don't have everything, but um it, it's making us very creative and we're being innovative about stuff and having awesome workouts just and, and plus it's like really good bonding time with my dad and i we i don't think i've ever hung out with him this much so hey <laughs> i'm like working out with him every day and you know he's like 55 so he's like he's loving that he's getting some motivation <laughs> out of out. so we're kind
0: of we're pushing each other that's really cool yeah um other questions we have here so i mean you've once again, you've been in the business for nine years. What advice would you be giving your younger self now that you didn't really have at the beginning? I'd say hit the gym. Like that's, that's one thing I'm I, like growing up. I, I mean, I
2: worked out a lot cause I was in sports, but I didn't treat it like, I, didn't, I I wasn't lifting for wrestling. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't, I wasn't working out for wrestling. I was kind of just doing maintenance. So I, got I think, you. I would, I would tell myself to get more serious about that and nutrition as well, because I know the first few years of my like career, I was not eating properly at all. Um, I wasn't preparing my food and stuff. And then I think, I think the one thing I, I would, um, I would just hammer down is just like, act like you've been there before. I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, big on just being a professional handling your business, like a pro and just always acting like you've been there before, like you've been to the dance and just carrying yourself like a pro. So I would just, just keep reminding my younger self to, to keep doing that. And I think everything would work out.
1: Okay. Uh, let's, ta- let's take the flip side of that. Yeah, uh, sure. What do you kind of have in mind for yourself in five years where you see yourself? Where do you hope to mm-hmm. accomplish that? You uh, that's currently on your list of things you want to do right now?
2: Yeah, so I think... In the next five years, I see myself definitely uh, consistently traveling, especially internationally. Hopefully, like, the world goes back to normal, <laughs> in some sense. And, like, I can be going to Europe and Japan and things like that all the time. Because uh, right now, like, you know, coming up in wrestling, if you go overseas, it's usually like an excursion. You're there for a couple months. You know, they got to make their money's worth. So I want to get to the point where I'm a commodity overseas, and I can start traveling and just, just traveling every weekend all over the place. Okay. Yeah, and obviously making a living off of it and just having that secured. And I mean another thing, maybe five years is a little too short notice, like short term goal, but I would love to start planning out having my own school.
0: Oh, I like that. So training then, okay. Yeah. Um so another comment here from or a question from the comment section is uh so they said you recently uh, commented on being interested in performing in NXT. Uh, is there any specific wrestler you'd like to have a match with there? Man, there,
2: there's so much talent there. I know they're like, shifting all the time. Like, I would have loved to get a match with like Garza. Like, I think that. Mm. Um, Kushida. That's one guy I never got a chance to wrestle in in Ring of Honor. So, like, that's up there too. Um, any of those cruiserweight guys, like maybe like you know, guys like Pete Dunne, I know Riddle just got called up, but he, he would have been cool too, because I never got to wrestle him at the Monster Factory. Mm. But, um, and I, I really, I look up to like Tommaso Ciampa, like he's a Ring of Honor guy. I'm like, I just love the work he's doing. And I think I'm having an awesome match with him.
0: Uh, that's awesome.
2: Oh, and I, I can't forget this punishment. Martinez is known as Damian Priest. Now I've wrestled him at the Monster Factory. I came up with him. He was one of my coaches. So if I ever made it to that level, like that's, that's one of the guys I have to wrestle.
0: Say, did you guys ever have
2: a match in Ring of Honor? I'm trying to remember. We had, a, I think a couple tag matches against each other. Okay. Back when he was, when he was tagging with QT Marshall. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Oh, QT. The students got to overthrow the uh, master at some point, right?
0: Right, exactly. That's the, <laughs> we have to. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I guess let me also those out there for the sake of all questions being asked, uh, just in general specific companies, uh, Anyone in NWA, AEW, um, and of course, Ring of Honor. Um, so any one particular match in any of those companies you also really want? Man, I, I
2: love Nick Aldis. Like that would be a dream, to, you know, wrestle for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship, like something like that. I, I really like Ricky Starks, like he's he's, he's awesome um, it's like from NWA. From MLW, I, I've got some friends there, and I, I would love to get a chance to wrestle with them. Like Richard Holiday is a good friend of mine, to so maybe one day wrestle Hammer or, or Hammerstone. Um, mm. Those guys, are, those guys are legit, and uh, I think those would be fun matches. And then Impact, not Like there's just so many places. Uh, Impact, I love Fala Ba, That's my guy. I've wrestled him <laughs> before. To do it in Impact would be cool. Um, they have a lot of great like X Division wrestlers. You know, Asos and uh, the. Uh, Guys like Trey Miguel, those guys are all like fantastic wrestlers. So i those, those guys would be cool.
0: Have you ever had a chance to wrestle uh, TJP or Perkins before?
2: No, man. No, I, that's another one too. <laughs> people, people mess with me all the time. They're like, oh, you look like TJP. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like all right, whatever, but whatever. But uh, yeah, definitely I would, I would like to wrestle him. He's a, okay. he's. guy, I've been watching him since I was like
0: a teenager. He's been around forever. I am about to say, Ben and I were saying before the show, like, man, you would think just the chemistry for that match would be insane. That'd be fun, man. <laughs> um, keeping one. up with with things that are happening. Oh, yeah, there we go. It's already begun. LSG versus TJP at MSG.
2: Go <laughs> no, get it on Twitter.
0: <laughs> we got yeah. you. We got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so keeping up with current things, especially with uh, our, our situation of you know, empty arena shows and, and everyone getting really creative. What's your opinion on all of the cinematic matches from the uh, Boneyard match, um, mm-hmm. Firefly Funhouse, Money in the Bank, and uh, Stadium Stampede? Um, I
2: mean, I think if they're done right, continue. But, I mean, it's all about production value. Uh, and who knows, like, it's this is, a, this is a cool time for guys who are in production. This is kind of their time to shine because they're not sticking to, like, your regular format of, of shooting wrestling. So... Um, Like I said, if it's done right and you're working with a a very professional crew, I think it's great. I know there are people that are going to do it and it's going to not look so great. There's kids in New York. I've seen them do it. And it's just like (laughs) Mm -hmm. I give them credit for trying and just. But, um, yeah, man, I hope Ring of Honor does it eventually. That would be pretty cool. Uh, Uh, The Boneyard match is awesome. I I absolutely love it. If you (laughs) you pull it off, like, hell yeah. And, I mean, I would love to see more shot. Like Lucha Underground, like I love that style. It just looks, it mm. looks like you're watching a movie.
0: Yeah, I thought they really got that right to begin with. Um, so,
1: do you have, well, a have favorite, us, uh, Do you have a favorite cinematic match? Just throughout any point.
2: Um, I mean, it, from the recent stuff, it's got to just be the Boneyard match. Like that was, I love, I mean, I, I'm a huge AJ Styles fan, so mm. have, like seeing him, seeing him get that match with Taker,
0: which is cool and i think they just pulled it off like perfectly okay yeah i love it um so right up you said you'd like to see ring of honor do it you want a fantasy book what that would look like who would you put in that match
2: <laughs> i would like to see some kind of a faction warfare
1: bring mm-hmm. back
2: the old faction warfare from, from like 2007 um and we we're there are a few now you know you have got guys like villain enterprises and um the faction showing over so we, there's a few there are a few options and hopefully one day I can maybe build my own faction but I think it'd be cool like you know one-on-one's cool but like the way AW pulled it off with having you know five on five or whatever it was I think that something like that would be pretty cool because there's like all-out mayhem and um you can just like really use your environment and just have like guys doing tag team moves and just the the brawl the brawl aspect of it is is cool I think it'd be yeah I don't
0: think it'd be a lot of fun um (laughs) So we have to ask this. So our, our first wrestler that we interviewed for Ring of Honor was Brian Malonez. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, do you have any advice for our heartthrob while he's trying to go for, uh, trying to talk with Session Moth Martina? <laughs> any man, advice for him? I've
2: been, I've been watching that unfold and right now and <laughs> I feel bad for the guy, man. He's a, He's such a great, he's such a great dude, you know? um she just keeps breaking his heart and she's i'd say just persistence is key one day one day because i know he's he's at it every day he's at it (laughs) she's oblivious to it but one day she's gonna notice one day one day she's gonna have a breakthrough i I have i have a feeling we've uh good guys
1: we've been in the the instagram lives a couple of times when it's (laughs) oh oh wow we were there at the start of give brian a chance and (laughs) fantastic
2: yeah, yeah, man, hurry. the good guys will win in the end. So I think he's, I think he's got a chance.
0: Um, oh, man. So we'll have to make sure we tell Brian. Yeah. We'll put that We'll on Twitter for him. Martina, give him a chance. Come on. Come on. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Give Brian a chance. Give Brian a chance, <laughs> damn it. Um, man, so we're talking about everything that's going on. You know what? What are some of your immediate immediate goals? You know, once wrestling shows start picking up yeah. and the world gets moving again. Yeah, I think breakthrough as a singles competitor. I've only had a handful of singles
2: matches at Ring of Honor, so I want to prove that I can hang with with the best. I know there's there's some matchups that I know the fans want to see, like me versus Bandito and me versus Flip, <laughs> guys like that. So I want to just get out there and just steal the show and just just uh, kick some ass and, and show people what I'm made of. Show them a the different side. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah uh what do you do in your free time when you're not traveling or wrestling do you have i know some guys have other jobs yep uh some are on yeah. twitch doing that thing what do you do
2: um yeah i got another job i worked during the day which is cool because it doesn't interfere with my wrestling and, um saves my body a lot too which is nice i'm just on <laughs> computer and, so that's cool um i've been because I've been putting this stuff off forever because I don't play too many video games, but now the quarantine has like, allowed me to just chill out and play. So I've been catching up on Spider-Man for PS4, which mm. I love. So I just, you know, I just started the third chapter, the DLC. So I'll probably finish that in a day, and, <laughs> and I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Uh, <laughs> Are you a uh, Final Fantasy guy? I was back in the day. Like, I played Final Fantasy VIII. Mm. Uh, but maybe I'll try the was it seven that they just remade? Yeah, they just remade seven. Maybe I'll maybe I'll play that. I've got uh, Yakuza that I've got to finish for mm-hmm. PS4. And what else do I have that I want to play? Oh, I just downloaded um, Marvel vs. Capcom three, so I'm gonna. I started playing that. That's cool, and I'll probably end up playing the, the fourth one too.
0: Okay, but that, those go. are
2: probably on my like immediate, <laughs> immediately immediate list of games I got to play.
0: Nice. So is there a specific, are, are you PlayStation or is it any console?
2: I've always been a PlayStation guy. I've only owned one Nintendo system. It was a 64. Which I've got here.
0: Uh, <laughs> and I got asked, no mercy?
2: Yeah, no mercy. <laughs> I, I was a big PSP guy. Oh, uh, yeah. It. I still have it. I still play every once in a while. Like, It's <laughs> cool. fantastic. I love it. Vita. Vita was ahead of its time. I never got the Vita, and I'm like looking it up now. I'm like thinking maybe I should buy it with a stimulus check. <laughs> <laughs> but then are, I look and I'm like, dude, this thing's like six hundred bucks. What the
0: hell? Like, look for uh, I think they have the PS TV. It's pretty much just the Vita, but you just hook it up and like right to your TV. You hook up a PlayStation controller to it, so it should work. Really? Yeah, that's what I that's what I moved to because I stopped I don't travel on or play on the go anymore as much. So maybe I'll check that out. There you go.
1: Um, I just have a switch.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've only played Switch a couple times with my nephew.
1: I love switch, but... I love the Switch.
2: <laughs> um, I'm just mad because I love Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I love that series and
0: I can't play I can't play the new one. Yeah. Yep. Switch. yep. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, I don't know why. You would feel like that would have been on all consoles.
2: It's <sighs> <That's> frustrating,
0: man. <laughs> Kills me. Um, So I got to ask, because I feel like this is something that gets brought up a lot, but I don't think anyone really has the opinion of it or or talk about it as much. What's it like having, you know, like a day-to-day job, but also, you know, you're this wrestler who's on TV, like? It's weird. Like, I mean, obviously I
2: come from like comic book world. I was (laughs) equated to like Clark Kent. I've got my Clark Kent job and then I'm Superman at night, saving people, fighting people. Uh, I mean, I think it keeps me grounded too because um, I'm staying productive. Obviously, I'm earning earning a living too, and I've got benefits, which is awesome. Like that's why I tell people like if you're in wrestling and and you can make it work, try to get a job too because it, it can't hurt. You know, having a job has helped me a lot. I've been able to go on trips and um, just build my brand. With, you know, I've been able to get really cool like wrestling outfits and stuff. Something I probably wouldn't have been able to do without it. So. If you have the chance to work and, and you're able to, especially now with nobody wrestling, like you do it. It's going to help you in the end.
1: So when the world is, you know, normal, yeah. how do you kind of balance having a real, like a full, like normal nine to five job and then also doing this wrestling?
2: Yeah. Well, when the world is normal, I have no free time. So it's, it's <laughs> like we're at nine to five, get to training, uh, we train till like 9, 9.30. As soon as training's over, head to the gym till they close. Uh Come home, eat, sleep, do it all again the next day. So, and what's cool, like Ring of Honor, we don't really have shows during the week. So it, it works, you know, like I take off Fridays sometimes to just travel, but um it's cool. Like It, it works, man, it works.
0: That's awesome. Yeah.
2: Um I, I wouldn't be able to work weekends, obviously. That's one thing that's a deal breaker, nope
1: can't do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, it's rough <laughs> uh
0: so we had um i'm not sure if you know him wrecking ball Ligursky on our show on monday oh i, I know him <laughs> um and so he he was telling us how he had uh the opportunity to talk through some of his matches with like uh tom pritchard um and just in general uh, a, a lot of the guys who's trained them. Is there anyone specifically who you uh, like? Hey, can I show you my match? Um, you know, is there anyone you specifically go to sit down and talk with? Um, well, I've
2: had I've been able to get some training from those the same guys like Rick Rogers and Tom Pritchard, Um We've done camps with them and stuff. So it's cool that they get to see me wrestle, right? You know that day. But um, I think a guy I, I really like to go to. Well, when we were doing tag wrestling, it was like a guy like Alex Shelley. And then um, now more recently, it's like Jay Lethal, you know, that's a go-to guy and, you know, he's always got my back and he's just just an awesome person and a great wrestler. So I've always asked him to to watch my matches and give me critiques. Like there's no one better in the world than than him. So like having that access to him and having him right there behind the curtain, like it's awesome. And I'm I'm super
0: grateful for that. I believe that. That's cool. That's cool. I think it's really cool when you see guys who are, you know the the franchise. I mean, for so long, a lot of people and, equate him and and Jay Briscoe like the face yeah. of Ring of Honor. Yeah,
2: and I mean, us Jersey guys got to stick together. Like he's he's Back. he's from the he's from two towns over, so <laughs> like we're the local guys in, in the Ring of Honor crew. So whenever they're around here, like we got to represent.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: that's awesome. I'm checking to make sure we don't have any questions left in common.
1: Uh, one of our guys who uh, is away tonight uh, mentioned you had a really good match uh, in 2019 with Leo Rush and MCW. How did that kind of come about?
2: Oh, I mean, um, so I was going down to MCW pretty frequently. And, uh, I mean, I had the chance to get some cool matches down there. And I knew Leo from, from Ring of Honor. And... I think that might have been a little earlier than that in twenty nineteen. But um yeah, it was uh, it was cool. It was 'cause we never got a chance to wrestle in Ring of Honor. So it was like, you know what? We're gonna go to MCW, we're gonna kill it, and then Ring of Honor will see this and they can see they, they can see that I'm good on my own as well as being a tag team wrestler. Um Yeah, it was cool. It was cool and his style is awesome. The speed he moves at, that's like that's totally up my totally up my alley. So I, I like that match a lot.
0: Okay. Do you remember what was the main event of that show?
2: Oh, man, I don't know. I'm not sure. They're, I may have that they card. We all, all blend in <laughs> with each other.
0: <laughs> oh. I think I may have actually been that show. <laughs> oh, really? Because we were there uh, when the Hardys showed up at yes. That Was that it? That yeah, was that was the gold rush. So ridiculous. That was the best match on that card. I, like, <laughs> I, saying that in front of you, but, like, I remember having, like, go up to you guys. I imagine being, like, that was incredible. Thank you. Um, oh, man. <laughs>
2: that was hilarious. When Matt, Matt Hardy walked in, I'm like, what the heck is going on here? I <laughs> think they were filming for Impact at the time.
0: Oh, I have, um, I think I have it saved on my Snapchat. <laughs> um, oh, when. I, Because we were all waiting to get into the venue. And so him and Jeff are coming out like full, full full-on broken world. Uh, The lead, they're they're looking for the tag champions. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, man, it was was awesome. MCW has been uh, really fun to go to. I
2: I miss that place a lot. There's there's so many guys that are just good dudes. And um, there are a lot of awesome guys to learn from over there.
0: I think it's also really cool. I mean, we saw, I think, Punchman Martinez there for the first time, um, was at MCW. I mm-hmm. saw Leo Rush there for the first time. I feel like th- there's just so many names who come through that door that, you know, yeah. a year or two later, like, they're, they're there. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, especially when they do the Shamrock Cup. They, like, they book some of the best guys in the world. Like, I think my first Shamrock Cup, I I wrestled uh, Facade and Flip Gordon in the first round. Ooh. And I, that was, like, nuts, so...
0: Oh um, man. Just goes to
2: show the kind of guys they bring in.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. either way, next time, anytime you guys are in the, uh, the DMV area, we're going to have to end up being there. We can sure. raise some help for you in the crowd. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, so, going back to your cinematic faction uh, that you want to be part of, uh, yeah. you should be starting the Jer- Jersey Boys with a Z as oh. your faction. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a. I don't know who else there is. It's just me and Lethal. I don't know who else. Yeah, that's okay, it. That's a... We're outnumbered.
1: <laughs> Anybody from that tri-state area, kind of, it all blends together. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: it's weird because you think of, like, how eclectic and, like, how, how much variety there is in the roster, but there's really not a lot of guys from my area. And there's me, Jay Lethal, who doesn't he's not he doesn't live here anymore. Uh, Shaheem's over in the Bronx. Um, that's it. There's, like, nobody else from New York. <laughs> Nobody else from New York and New Jersey. It's it's weird.
1: <laughs> no, no. Uh, we have somebody saying Snooki wrestled once. You should recruit her.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, Snooki for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh God.
0: Yeah. Uh, man, this has been fun. Uh, we could go here for another for for a while here, um, just because I'd love to pick your brain on video games too. But I think we might lose our wrestling fans if we do that, uh, and we're about to run out of time. Anything else you'd
2: like to talk about? Well, we've got some, hopefully some good news. I've got uh, my first booking. Ooh.
0: Yeah. So
2: it's July July 11th with Synergy Wrestling. I think it's streaming live on Fight TV. And I'm wrestling Jordan Oliver from MLW, so that should be pretty awesome. I don't know if fans are going to be allowed yet, but we're we're just kind of uh, playing it by ear, seeing what the governor says. Uh, Obviously, we're being very safe, but I'm I'm excited just to get back in the ring because... It's been a while. I, my last match was in, like March fourteenth, I think. Oh, wow. huh. I'm itching, man. So I gotta, I gotta get back in the ring soon. There's some some places I can go train right now and dust off some of the cobwebs. <laughs> just go, go get ready. But I, I'm you excited. Can't
0: wait. So July eleventh.
2: July eleventh. Yep. That's
0: Wonderful. Right. All right, guys. so You heard it. July eleventh. Yeah. Um, wrestling. Yeah. and all right. i'll post these all go
2: to the first responders which is awesome oh right.
0: that's really cool yeah that's so good. guys that's definitely one you guys need to go to if you can't be there you know if we're not allowed to be you need to go find it on fight
1: tv okay um uh, so where can we find you on the interwebs
2: my handles are the same across the boards leon st giovanni just look up the ace of space or just look up lsg i've got a youtube uh instagram twitter facebook i've got it all uh, I'm I'm pretty active on Instagram and Twitter. I'm uploading a bunch of new stuff to YouTube soon, so keep an eye out for that. I've got a lot of cool travel vlogs from last year, like uh, my trip to Alaska and
1: nice.
2: um, some other trips for, with Ring of Honor. So that'll be going up soon. Have
1: you uh, gotten on the TikTok train yet?
2: I made one <laughs> because ROH has an account now, just so I can keep up with it. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I can't bring myself to make any. I don't, I don't
1: blame you <laughs> i can't do it have you... i have one but i like am never on it yeah i can't I do refuse. It.
0: <laughs> i was a vine guy i can't i can't change anymore <laughs> <laughs> um and guys just so you know and you guys need to go out and support we have tagged in our comment section lsg's pro wrestling t store so Thanks. please Go buy a shirt, support wrestling. These guys need it. Yeah, yeah, I've got a new
2: shirt on there. It's pretty cool, so check that out.
0: Yeah. Um, and with that, we are out of time, guys. So LSG, thank you so much for coming on the show. We appreciate it. And as always, welcome to come back anytime you want., yeah. Thank you guys so much. I
1: appreciate no it Ro. Uh, please like, com- or uh, like, share, subscribe, follow on all of our platforms. Uh, follow LSG uh i think that's it for us matt
0: so guys as always stay safe be careful uh have a great weekend because it's it's time it's there so we will see you all on monday goodbye (laughs) thanks guys